0: to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Oh, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. This is Dr. Pat. Could you tell?
1: Couldn't. No, not not the least. We we do have an intro that completely describes who you are, you know.
0: Oh, very good. Oh yeah. It, you don't know that? I do listen to okay. the intro every once in a while. You're supposed to say, "Well, why are you so happy?"
1: Come on, you're my. It was great, I already assumed. Why are you so happy? <laughs> <laughs> I figured because of the weather.
0: Stephanie Dora. Oh. <laughs> she's back yay and we're going to kick it off
1: she brought her cards with we're going to kick it off yeah.
0: um stephanie dorm for those of you that are not familiar with the show and and are just tuning in and we have many of you that are tuning in new each day we love you we love our you know you all because you are our, you are our that's that that's like a tongue twister you are our our loyal listeners that's what I'm looking and for and we appreciate you yes we really appreciate like you like on the back our mission our mission mm-hmm. that's Stephanie's mission yes. Stephanie Stephanie had the article in the New Spirit Journal which was fabulous your mission
2: yes, if you should. choose if you choose to accept it it's always choice you
0: gotta make the choice and yep. if you don't think you're at choice well you're gonna want to listen to today's show mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Stephanie by the way is the creator and the inspiration behind the inquiring mind and as a matter of fact a little feedback on that uh... people love that love that the inquiring mind the and are, well they're asking alright i'm going to do this on air i all should right. have done it off air but i need they're asking when are you writing the book well the
2: outlines done okay there we go <laughs> it's, the outlines i gotta find time to do it. you keep me too busy <laughs> Well, you know, as
0: I said to you earlier, that our affirmation, which is the show's affirmation, we are the expansiveness of God, through me as me, and, and you know. Oh, let deal. me be a vessel. Okay. And, you know, once I called that in, and I started that little th- that little thing going on, like, around October, it's been, as it, we, our theme is, like, all systems go. I've had, I feel like I have to wear a seatbelt some days. Boy, isn't that the truth. But, you know, that's what happens, that when you're doing what you love, and you're in service of something great, than yourself. Mm-hmm.
2: And, and you have a lot of energy and it just flows and if you pay attention everything just kind of starts clicking and then you wonder wait a minute where was I? it is it really is a big clicking thing
0: mm-hmm. I mean the work that you have done and I've been so honored by the way I want to say I've been so honored to be part of your journey to sort of watch the evolution of the inquiring mind the work that you're doing and for folks let me just say a little bit about Stephanie she is by the way a graduate of CMED Institute and uh, she is also so um I'm going to tell you what she is on paper, but then you're going to experience her today. She is also hypnotherapist, NLP master practitioner, and life coach. Her specialty for the moment is really helping each and every one of us get down with our sacred contracts, understand what they are about, and understand how they guide us to living the lives that we want. In archetypal language. In archetypal language, and we are archetyping you every day, every Friday with this show because you have asked for it i've received Stephanie so so much uh, really the positive feedback on the show that we did which was actually a pre-record
2: of the but before you
0: actually went away um stephanie has been traveling so she's not been on air but she is back as our as our regular friday the show that we did on the four archetypes was just phenomenal people really love it and
2: that's why for you all today we've picked another four we did It's great. If that's what you all want to hear and it helps, that's what we're here for. And so we are going, we went through and picked four more archetypes and we're going to discuss all of them.
0: And open up the phone lines because.
2: Then we might not get to all of them.
0: Well, we'll have to to zip through them. Okay. (laughs) And then we'll open up the phone lines because Stephanie also has brought her cards. And we're we're looking to take one or two calls today to help you uh, get through, break through, overcome, whatever it is that's challenging you right now. And, you know, uh, folks that have listened to the show know how wonderful the readings are with Stephanie and how clear and direct the message is. So let's get started. Already. Let's start to talk because... The archetypes that you've picked... Uh, there's only one of them that we, you know that I I, I have any sense uh, at all about what it means. But I'm really interested in these. What well, the first one we're going to look at is the detective,
2: isn't it? The detective, the detective has an AKA. You can call them a spy or a private investigator, profiler, um, crime fighter is what you think of when you think of a of a detective. The detective archetype. Now remember when we are discussing the archetypal patterns and energy around us they are either with us at our point of incarnation or birth or they are in the kairos energy around us today this place and time so when you're looking to identify which archetypal patterns belong to you for all of your lifetime that is something much different than what the energy around them may be today or tomorrow in space. So when you're looking at any of these archetypes, you want to be able to go back through your lifetime and be able to identify events that occurred either to you or with you or for you or from you in order to see how they manifest in your life. So the detective, here are the positive characteristics of the detective when we're thinking about the light attributes. The detective um, keeps digging. When they uh, they leave no stone unturned, mm-hmm. the detective archetype also bears no judgment. Um, they simply are a finder of facts to seek it out, the, to find the knowledge, to find the 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 incidents, to to be able to take the information that has been gathered and to to make a little picture of of the way things are the way things may have occurred whatever the case is and um as an example um you take um uh inspector cruzo okay yes he is he was a detective mhm now he was a little bizarre and here's the shadow detective they draw a conclusion that isn't necessarily what occurred, uh-huh. and how silly it sounds. The shadow of the detective is voyeurism, spying. Um, I I know as a parent that many times uh, people will try and figure out what their teenage children are doing, and they'll 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 actually like go through their room when they're cleaning it. That is voyeurism or Mm -hmm. a shadow attribute of the detective archetype. And so what happens is when we are in the shadow of the detective, we have manifested this huge story of what happened. And then our body reacts to that. And in fact, there are pieces of untruth there because we owned we wanted to benefit from we wanted to draw the conclusion to serve us or others and so it's a very fine line between a shadow and a light attribute of a detective archetype and so um there are uh you can think of of tons of detective archetypes in 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 television or in the movies, and um, some of the most powerful detective archetypes might not be a detective. Uh, it, just because. Oh, and one other thing: since it's been a little while, uh-huh. remember that whatever we do for an occupation. Is not necessarily one of our primary archetypes. So just because someone is a detective, right, in in their life in their career or occupation, doesn't necessarily mean that they have that archetype in their Power 12. It may be something in their life at that time, or uh, it may be something that led them, or they were they were. Um, um, uh, uh, raised up through an organization Uh to that level uh but not necessarily and that's the case with every archetype Mm -hmm. one of the others that we're going to be discussing is the mother archetype just because you're not a mother doesn't mean you may not embody the mother archetype
0: i got it you know i what you're talking about i tell you where it hits me i um i was talking to my best friend linda um who lives in new jersey and and You know, we all believe she is one of the most objective people you will ever meet. And, you know, what you've just talked about is sort of having this attribute and how it shows up in the workplace. For her, she is so objective that she worked her way to sort of a director position in uh, a a cultural diversity organization and ended up actually testifying in court for various, you know, discrimination, anti-discrimination cases. But because she was seen as... Linda will tell you the deal impartial impartial yes right and incredibly persistent as a fact finder
2: yes and that is the detective archetype I don't know how she did that well if you don't embody it you, you don't understand it there we go uh, because you can't feel it <laughs> and so yep,
0: uh, this is one of these things where you know the answer to the question do you feel me uh, not there
2: yeah and of course you know one other thing she went to uh, as an example with with your friend she remained impartial at whatever risk it took. Part of the shadow of the detective archetype is also obviously falsifying mm-hmm. and or um you know selling your information
0: right but that's why she had to she had to leave that place oh okay. because yeah, the bottom line for her was you know what i 'm not going to go in court i 'm not going to say these things because you know what that is not what happened yeah can 't do that right so you, you get faced with the big one don 't you
2: yeah, and and whenever that happens it 's always a huge, significant moment in our life that in fact is part of our sacred contracts. That's how you would recognize Mm it. You are not going to get rid of these archetypes. They may change the way they show up in our lives. They may kind of mature or grow up, but they're not going to go away. So what happened for her is that she reached a point where it was a part, it was time, and we know inside. Mm. We can feel inside when it's time. To do something different. And if we're able to identify which archetypal patterns are at play, it makes that transition so beautiful. It right. really does. So the key, though, is for any, for any of these,
0: really, is you know when you're getting hit with that discomfort yeah you know you can feel it right and you know the trick then is to understand um that if you go to this place of there's something wrong with me then you'll further inc- you know encourage and increase
2: that discontent absolutely because with the archetypes one other thing remember people they are neutral they are neither good nor bad mm-hmm. they're neutral and if we end up in a in a shadow we we tell ourselves, this is bad, this is bad, mm-hmm. this doesn't feel good, this is yucky. And we go deeper and deeper and end up in physical despair.
0: Because actually... It does turn out to be like that. Yes, it cause does. Because we really brought that in. Yeah. Well, you know that Stephanie, by the way, is um, an amazing uh, coach, and she works with people to help really fully understand and reveal uh, each of our sacred contracts. And if you would like to find out more about the work that she does in her upcoming events, you certainly can go to uh, i n q w w w mm-hmm. i n q mind m i n d dot com. Brand new website all shiny and just just wonderful.
2: Yeah, we're working it now. It's awesome.
0: Yes. (laughs) You know, and that
2: reminds me that I wanted to be sure and mention so that everyone knows. In December, when we did the um, Your Mission, If You Choose to Accept It um, entry, uh, where we selected someone to participate in six weeks worth of personal coaching and come on the program. Yeah. Little Kimberly Danielson, the gal who came on a couple of three or four weeks ago now, is about halfway through her program. Uh Uh-huh. And. And is really making a lot of awesome, awesome choices and decisions and moving forward, learning a lot about her own personal archetypes and is going to be back on the program. I want everyone to know who was interested in listening that to see how she has progressed on the 25th. 4th, I believe, Friday the 20th, two weeks from now. Two weeks. She will be back on the program to share her experience, so listen up for that if you'd like to see.
0: Wow. This is incredible. You know, so so that's what I want you to do. I want you to check out the website, and uh, we'll be talking with you about the many, many things that Stephanie is involved with and how you can attend her workshops and so forth and so on. What we're going to do right now is we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to be talking about our next archetype, which is, I think, perhaps Perhaps one of the most misunderstood i think the ones we're talking about today you know a lot of us really misunderstand or misuse i know that for myself so it'll be interesting stephanie to hear what these archetypes actually uh, actually represent so when we come back we'll be talking about the mother archetype right here on the dr pat show because that's who i am With my special guest. Hi, Stephanie Durham.
1: And producer Benny.
0: Mr. B. What's up? Hey, he's up. Here. Be right back. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Join world famous shaman and healer Grant Sekunda for a special weekend seminar, February 24th through the 26th in Seattle. Take part in this extraordinary opportunity to experience shamanism, healing, and ceremonial celebration that explores the Weechul India tradition with a featured slide presentation of renowned shaman Don Jose Matsua. Rich mythology and incredible visionary artwork bring rejuvenation and balance to your life. Heal your body heart and spirit through ancient shamanic techniques join brand on february 24th through the 26th in seattle dr pat's listeners will receive a 10 percent discount to the event call 831-475-9560 or email info at shamanism.com for more information this is jack campfield the co-author of the chicken soup for the soul series and my new best-selling book the success principles how to get from where you are to where you want to be listen to dr pat basile talking about crust busting your way to an awesome life I've been on her show, I've been a personal friend of hers for several years now, and she is awesome. She's going to bring you awesome guests. I've never had a better interview because she really walks the talk and lives the principles. Make sure you tune in every week so you can have your life go to the next level.
1: In today's climate of escalating religious tension, an increasing number of Americans consider themselves spiritual but not religious. But where is a spiritual seeker to turn if not to a church, mosque, or temple? An answer and many new questions lie in the award-winning book, God Without Religion, by ascetic and mystic Shankara Sharanam. God Without Religion offers a groundbreaking bridge between organized religion and personal spirituality. For more information about Shankara and God Without Religion, please visit the website, godwithoutreligion.com. That's godwithoutreligion.com. You're listening to The Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by.
3: How would you like to be part of a musical event celebrating the birth of a brand new radio show and an original idea? Finding Your Music is celebrating their beginning, bringing to you their first musical event. This event will bring to you the music of Ava, Dennis, Peter Frothingham, Bonnie Rose, and other musicians who grace our airways. Finding Your Music's concert is being hosted by Center for Spiritual Living Eastside in Bothell on March 4th at 7 p.m. Please visit the website findingyourmusic.com or contact Ava at 425-931-8777 for more information on tickets and guest musicians. Seating for this event is very limited, so please purchase tickets in advance for $15. Proceeds support the Center for Spiritual Living Eastside and the airtime we give to our artists. Call Ava at 425-931-8777 or go to the website findingyourmusic.com
1: Your mission if you choose to accept it For more information, call toll-free at 1-866-461-6463. No other station brings you this much variety. Welcome to Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Uh-huh, this much.
0: I love that song. How can we, you know, we've got to get to the chorus of that thing.
2: <laughs> you know, hip-hop's fun. I'm it really it. is.
0: Yeah. Uh, have you gone for the dances yet? I We're going.
2: Uh, I bought a video and, and did it at home. It is so cool. You
0: know what? Let's hook up after the show because I want to tell you about this place in Bothell okay. where you can learn it. Hey, guess what? We're Yes, this is the Dr. Pat Show, and we are really having a show and a great time, as we always do. Thank you, Mr. Benny. You're the man with the music. Thank you. You're the Eminem, uh, music man. I'm the ben You're the ben Ooh. <laughs> And my guest today, Stephanie Dorham. Boy, she's back, and we are ripping through these four
2: archetypes. All right, let's talk about the mother. The mother archetype. The Mother now you know the energy of the Mother Archetype is um, a matriarchal they are nurturing, and they do not only now you don 't have to be a physical mother as a matter of fact, one other thing, the masculine or feminine energies associated with the archetypes do not mean does not mean that they are male or female just because i'm female does not mean that i cannot embody a masculine archetype that's a really good point that's okay. a really good point because we're used to
0: you know this this sort of you know conditioning around okay female mother
2: male father nah uh... right uh... and is it more likely Probably. Is it necessary? No, it is not. So when you meet someone with a mother archetype, this is what they look like. They feel like they are warm, inviting, caring, nurturing people. And they embrace all of the children, so to speak.
0: Go ahead. You know, I thought of two men that represent that for me. Yeah. One is, okay, did I get it right? What's his name? Uh, uh, Mr. Rogers?
2: Uh, Yeah. Fred Uh, Rogers? You know the the show? Uh, Uh, Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers. Day in the Neighborhood. Day in the Neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Very nurturing. Very nurturing. Um, And so, usually, uh, mothers work now. When you say a mother archetype is working, they work to create. They can work in the home or out of the home. It's it's a it's a it's a career associated with mothering, with nurturing. A human resource person can very well have the mother archetype because uh, they are there to serve uh, the mm. employees and the staff people. Um, they oftentimes, we'll um, be able to gather people together in harmony. When my mother was still alive, as an example, um, you know, everybody had to go to mom's house for Christmas, okay? Mm. No matter if things were tense or not, as sometimes happens with adult children. But what happened is while we were there we were a unit that she was able to create she created a place where people can be nurtured mm-hmm. and so the the, the the way that the mother archetype manifests from the shadow is um... although they have the mother archetype yet there are mothers um, that i'm sure you can identify with who want their chi- who want to live their life through their children and they' and, and they they become and put themselves first when they're and they drag them along and that's a shadow or they're devouring uh, the devouring mother uh, someone who just takes absolutely everything that that a, that a person creates and is able to to Cause it to feel as though it's not good enough mm-hmm. for and so there are always people who are striving um, to serve the matriarch that's that's a shadow attribute. Um, when you find the shadow of the of the matriarch, you have um, a feeling that you are there. And they are, uh, well, a, a female ruler mm-hmm. energy. The matriarch's a leader of the family. Doesn't matter what it is. Um, in the, in the traditions where the mother, mother of the family was the leader of the family, you may have disagreed, but the mother was serving herself as well. It, it's like control. People mm-hmm. say, uh, well, I struggle with con- this person who's always got to be in control. Uh, a control is a shadow attribute.
0: Yeah. And a, we have examples of that. I mean, there are books that are written about, you know, certain mommy people. Dearest. Mommy
2: dearest. brother. Okay. Yeah.
0: Man, I, you know what? But she some didn't that, have the
2: mother archetype.
0: She must not have. I was just going <laughs> to ask you story about that. Is. But that story is, is that would the shadow side? That I would had?
2: definitely be the shadow. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but she did not have the mother archetype, but it would exemplify. The movie would. The movie. The movie would. Okay. Oh, well, and you know, that's another thing. Whenever you're watching these films and you're trying to find archetypal patterns, the reason, and, and uh, there's a fellow that I know who um, is actually on staff at CMED who worked in the film industry, and very often actors will be typecast. According to their own archetypes. And that will really determine how successful the film is.
0: If that's you, Whether or not they're matched up well, you know Yes. Think? Okay.
2: Because you can't have um, a mother uh, archetype. You can't have an actor or an actress right who does not have the mother archetype, archetype mm-hmm. uh, convey in film the real energy of a mother. Because they don't have it. Yeah, if that's what they're looking for. So if you're, you know, sometimes when you see actors that you just loved all of your lifetime, and all of a sudden up comes this one movie, and, the same, and you go to see it because it's got the same actor in it, and you're going, wow. That, uh, that happened to me
0: with Robin Williams. It wasn't the mother ac- archetype, but that absolutely happened to me with Robin Williams. I think, you know, he was typecast in this one movie as a serial killer.
2: Hello. <laughs> yeah, that's a prime I don't know example. how well
0: that movie did, but, uh, you know, I kept watching the movie. Every time I saw him, I kept, I kept seeing him, you know, do that. good morning, Vietnam. You know, so.
2: Or any other of the, I get he, what the you fantasy mean. films that he does. Right. And the, and the energetic films that he does. He, Yeah, he, yeah he's, very interesting. Uh, Mr. What was it? Mr. Mom? Oh, yeah. Was Robert that the, Keaton. Is that no, no 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 no, oh, no, 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 no. Robin Williams was in this one where it, he dressed uh, up like. Toots, no, it uh, what toots. was it? Anyway, he dressed up it. like the mother. Yeah. And he became the nanny for his own children. Uh-huh. He looked like he fit that cast.
1: Mrs. Yes. Doubtfire. Mrs.
2: Oh, Doubtfire. That That's it. it. Okay. That's yeah. it. So, yeah. So now, you know, that makes a lot of sense
0: when we put it in that perspective. It's easy enough. So, like, if we get put in an archetype, uh, you know, if we get put in a situation that represents a particular archetype, and it really is not who we are, it really can cause. Co- I mean, I know some people that are mothers and have children. And, you know, especially some folks I've done. I don't want to regress from this. I don't want to... Dig. The point is this, that, you know, in some of the research I've done, I've interviewed women that are now in their 80s and 90s. Some of whom have gone back and said, you know, I'm not sure I would have chosen this path had I been born today,
2: you And, know? and they, may have, they may be, through their life's experiences, have really come to the conclusion about who they were archetypally. And it, it's like you're trying to put a round peg in a square hole. Yep. But you can manage Mm -hmm. it just doesn't fit Mm -hmm. it doesn't it doesn't serve uh, our internal desires and when we are looking you know there's a couple of people in the workshop that i'm doing some follow-up work with and a gal said to me you know i really had difficulty with this thief archetype and it was the last one she chose and she said i did the the interviews and the interview that you do with the archetypes and she said it just really fits but yeah. i don't like it mm-hmm. and here's the empowering part of that when we recognize who we are and we and, and archetypally and we acknowledge that we embody those shadow attributes only then can we move to do something about it that's a really good point That's a really good point. Wow. And now she loves her thief. Right. Because she can see
0: it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See it differently. Well, you shift the energy. See, you're not like having the resistance. Against it, which which just really sucks the life out of you when you know each and every one of us sort of resists a part of who we are in the spirit of not liking ourselves.
2: Right, and everything is so clouded and murky. Crusty, crusty, it's crusty. I'll tell you, you you got to start scratching away. Yeah, at you it. do. Yeah, you do. And some people will say it's like peeling an onion, and it, it's you know it's, it's it's that way too. We'll have to do a, a chart for crusty.
3: We'll have to,
0: we'll have to do, that would be a great, let's talk about that. Okay, so, you know, we've talked so far, what we've done is we've talked about the detective, and now we've talked about the mother. Now, this third archetype, all of us think we understand it, okay? We think we like know about it. Yeah. And I was a little bit surprised to read about
2: what we're going to talk about. The, the next archetype that I've, that I've selected for today is the healer archetype. Um, a lot of people will say wounded healer mm. or, or counselor or um, nurse or caregiver. And so what happens is with the healer archetype, occupationally th- speaking just because someone works in the healing arts or any of the people who, who speak alternatively as an, as an example if they do not embody the healer archetype then it's more difficult to embody just because we are a healer archetype does not mean that we work in the healing profession okay. Just because we work in the healing profession does not mean that we have the wounded healer archetype and and I, I continue to say this as we're talking about different archetypes because it will relate to specific people when you hear it. Now, when you um, take on now first of all, the wounded healer, uh, uh, mythologically speaking was Chiron from From our mythology, Chiron was half God. Half man. And what happened with Chiron is that he got wounded. Physically wounded in his man portion of his body. Because he was half God, he couldn't die. Because he was half man, he continued to bleed. So what happens is, in order for us... To really evaluate the wounded healer archetype, even though we are unable to heal our own wounds, does not mean that we are not a wounded healer. Now, we must understand them. As an example with Chiron, he knew why he couldn't heal himself. He just didn't say, oh, woe is me. Why doesn't why doesn't my God energy just heal this portion of me so that I can get on with my yeah, life? Yeah. Or why don't I just die? Because after all, my man portion might be more strong or, or strength, greater strength than the God portion. He didn't say that. He said, you know what? I am bound to eternity to bleed. But that does not mean I have to emotionally bleed. Mm. So when we come in contact with... And we have the wounded healer archetype. People who have a terminal illness. Oftentimes, you'll say, "Well, you know, why?" Uh, Here's the wounded healer. Um, Superman, fellow Chris, uh, Christopher Reeve. Christopher Reeve. Mm -hmm. It's the wounded healer. He -hmm. didn't stop. He didn't. He went through a transition, and he didn't stop. What he did was from the physical, uh, from his physiology, his wounded physiology. He healed others.
0: Yes, he did. Okay. He was definitely on a purpose greater than himself and really what's interesting about that about him is you know I, I don't think there's any irony to the fact that he actually played the role of Superman isn't because that amazing in, yeah because in life you know in in the, what we look at the work that he did and the ground that he he really carved out for people with disabilities and and so many other things um you know he does appear to be
2: Superman Superman absolutely and some kryptonite got in that just couldn't be extracted Mm -hmm. extracted Mm -hmm. but But he didn't you don't stop you see you're bound to assist in the healing of others in a
0: way in his way in a way that stays with us long after he's gone
2: absolutely Absolutely. Because it actually moves into, it metamorphizes, metamorphs, whatever, into a a, a structure that will sustain time. Because it was shared with others. And then it was shared with others. And so, that's the wounded healer. Now, the shadow of the wounded healer is... Um, that, oh well, I've healed myself. Let me, let me help you. I know what you need. I will help keep you ill so that you fill me up. Mm. Those are examples that you can look at of a shadow wounded healer. They
0: take advantage of people. They take advantage. Yeah,
2: that's the bottom line They take that. advantage. From or a
0: very, very vulnerable place. I mean, I don't think they're, you know, I'm, I mean that the whole healing process in itself for someone that is truly wounded, you know, is a vulnerable place. And so the shadow side of that. They know where that
2: is and they can key on it. I, I would imagine that that happens. Mm-hmm. huh. It does. Mm-hmm. Sadly so, but it does. So the, um, there are many, many, many examples of the wounded healer in our lives um, or any one of the others. And, and one of the things that, that I, I, I stress to people is that when determining how these archetypes fit or don't fit, you've got to be symbolic. You've got to really stretch how it may fit. Because you can take a, uh, let's say, um, a, let's say, a character on television might be, um, well, I don't know. What does everybody watch? I'm trying to think of somebody who isn't a wounded healer but professes to be. Steinfeld. hmm Okay. You got Steinfeld. Well, does he have the wounded healer archetype? No. Um, does he really have any patience for people? No, but everything he says comes out of his mouth. It's rather funny and ironic, and it kind of makes sense, and that will hit some people. So, when we have, and we're looking at that, let's look at at Steinfeld again. Could it be that his language pattern, it m- makes such a mockery over people's um, wounds, mm-hmm. um, ineptitude, That it causes them to look at it and say, you know what, it's not that bad. Mm -hmm. So is it possible that he has the wounded healer archetype? Well, you know, I I don't watch it a lot or never did. But stretch the definition of the term. Use symbolic language to determine if what a person is doing and or saying or acting could be a definition of an archetype. So, um, the uh, messages that come through people, um, if they're a real vessel, could be part of the wounded healer archetype. And they work at McDonald's serving coffee. Mm,
4: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. You look for them everywhere symbolically. Mm-hmm. could very well be that the person who works at McDonald's serving coffee gives an old man some extra sugar and cream. Absolutely. Yeah, and absolutely. that might be one example mm-hmm. in their life of how the wounded healer is helping heal someone else. Because the guy's sugar's low, he needs it.
0: There you go. There you go. All right. We have touched on three of these now. Just to recap, we started out talking about the detective. Then we talked about the mother.
2: The mother. The man. Now we're
0: talking about the healer. What we're going to do right now is open up the phone lines. The first two callers that call in, Stephanie will be right here with you. Take a look at some cards. Help you out with a question situation. Uh, get you a better understanding of the op- archetype that's at work. And then um, after that, we will finish with our last archetype. Yep. Uh, of course, unless of course it shows up in. The the cards, which is the hedonist If you want to call in and have a reading with Stephanie, this would be the time to do it. 425-373-5527. 425-373-5527. Or 188-298-5569.
1: 298 I'm Dr. Pat. This is the
2: Dr. Pat Show. Hi everybody, it's Stephanie. Hey,
1: Mr. B. We'll be right back. You like the
0: This is Dr. Pat. You've heard me talk about it, and now it's here. The book, Inspiration to Realization, Volume 2. Real women reveal proven strategies for personal business, financial, and spiritual fulfillment. And guess what? Dr. Pat leads the book off with the three secrets to living life full out. Order your copy now by going to www.thedrpatshow.com or call me at 206-523-5522. 206-523-5522.
1: Sitting by the fire, making memories. Let's pass around the coffee, hear the whisper in the trees. Another day behind us. The moon is on the rise, finding your music with Ava tonight. Listen
2: Wednesdays at 7 p.m. right here on KKNW.
0: Join the buzz and be the buzz. Sponsor the Dr. Pat Show. Call me at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522.
2: Are you tired of doing all the right things and ending up with the wrong love? Are there people in your world that you should but just don't respect? You're not alone. Over the Cliff Productions presents a groundbreaking approach to right relationship. Join Greg Hoskins and Michelle Morgan at East West Bookshop in Seattle on February 18th for a dynamic workshop to learn how to identify, cultivate and use polarity as a power tool for finding and building extraordinary relationships. For information or to register, call 206-523-3726. That's 206 523 523-3726 or visit their website at overthecliffproductions.com You're listening
1: to the Dr. Pat Show Talk Radio to Thrive By do you have a question about the changes Mother Earth is experiencing? Pepper Lewis, a natural, intuitive, and gifted channel, can help answer those questions relating to our environment and the world around us. Tune in to the Dr. Pat Show on Thursday, February 16th at 11 a.m. when Pepper Lewis will tell us how we can bring balance, peace, and harmony into our lives. To find out more about Pepper and the service and products she offers, visit thepeacefulplanet.com, peacefulplanet.com or call 530-938-4478.
2: Hi, I'm Stephanie Durham of The Inquiring Mind, and you're listening to The Dr. Pat Show. Get clear on your sacred contracts and the cards you hold in life. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Sign up for our newsletter. Check out our website, inqumind.com.
1: Open your ears. Open your heart. Open your mind. Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. Go ahead. You the uh, I got all shy. <laughs> now, see, we can't have this if you're going to be practicing. Cor- okay. Okay, now I'll come back.
0: Since you've been gone. Yeah. Congratulations, right. girlfriend Kelly. <laughs> yes, indeed. Kelly Clarkson, you won the Grammy. She won a couple, She I think. did the Grammy thing. Yeah. Coming right there live from American Idol. There she was. Kelly Clarkson came out with their first song, Miss Independence, the song that Christina Aguilera did not want. <laughs> what archetype was showing up for that decision? <laughs> well, actually, I think it was generous for whoever dedicated that song to her. But, you know, this show is about you all. Yep, it's probably, uh, you know, one of our, our, our I, I got to say this, you are, were so missed while you were gone since you've been gone that's why we played it get it and now you're back and we've got callers let's get to the phones
1: sounds good let's bring on valerie hey
0: valerie welcome to the show hi hey hi
4: what's up what's up yeah um i guess i don't have any particular idea but how about um i'm looking for more how to bring more wealth into my life so i can have More freedom to do what I enjoy doing.
2: Cool. Which is what?
4: Which is what? Oh, gosh. A variety of, um, not to be on the treadmill so much anymore, but maybe to do more gardening, more water sports, more, you know, volunteer work.
1: Just (laughs) <laughs> whatever, <laughs> kind of whatever. you got a great day for that right okay. now.
2: Yeah, no kidding. I mean, it, the bulbs might be coming through as we speak. Um, the, uh, Valerie, the, the question I have for you is how much time have you really spent looking um, for whatever it is you want to do? Because the card that came up immediately was the seeker which means you're kind of looking right now, but I wonder how much you have really have evaluated. You know, one of the things that um, that the shadow of the seeker will hap- manifest as is our lack of ability to commit to something. So when you are evaluating how to manifest money in your life by gardening or creative outlet, um, the... The card, the additional card that I drew that came up for you was the scribe. Was the what? The scribe. The scribe. Now, now the scribe is not an author. The scribe reproduces writings. Like a court reporter mm-hmm. is is a scribe. But if you're looking to get filled up and to bring an energy or energize into your life um, creatively. Creatively, mm-hmm. um, you, you, what you want to do is set with where you're at, because all these things that you mentioned, um, they're not it yet. You're, you're digging. You're seeking, um, and 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 you're trying to figure out ways to make money at things you think you want to do. Right. Mm-hmm. And what happens is when we put it in that order. Mm-hmm. Um, then you're always looking for what might make money. So if you sit down and you make a list of things like gardening. Mm-hmm. Okay, gardening. How can I make money gardening? Well, you'd have to have a nursery. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to do that? Okay, next thing. Uh, you know, whatever the case is, you look at both sides, not just one side of it. And that will be your writing. You, you've got something going on with with the scribe. And, and the... The shadow of that is that you would alter facts. So if you want to stay consistent and true with where you're at, do some research around literary works.
4: Hmm.
2: Okay. Okay. And and you might find a sense of satisfaction there. Now, be careful. Also, another thing about the seeker archetype is that um, they will say, oh, this is it. And they go and they start doing it. And it really didn't sit well with them. It was kind of a fad that came and went. So make sure it feels good. Okay, not a fad. Okay. yeah, not a fad. You wow, know, okay. No fishnet n- nylons this year.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay.
0: Ah, oh, shucks. Thank you, Valerie. Thanks. Thanks. Have a great day.
3: I'm on bum now. <laughs> all
0: right. Well, let's fishnet. take a minute before we go to our next caller. Let's give out your website again, and you've got a couple of announcements. I want to make sure we get in there.
2: I do. Um, uh, the website www.inqmind.com. Our number in Everett is four two five. We do have a problem with our voicemail thing going on, we discovered. Um, Our toll-free number is 1-866-861-6463. Now, uh, uh, we just finished up a workshop. We have another two-day intensive beginning on ACEs, which is Authenticity, Choices, Empowerment, and success. That workshop is May March 11 and 12. That's a Saturday and a Sunday. And the information is posted on our website. The pricing for the workshop um, has been reduced to a special rate of $99 for the two days. And it is from 9 in the morning till 6. So it's a full day, but we'll give you ample breaks great coming up in march all right and we're also going to be at women of wisdom yes we are we're both
0: going to be there yes we sure are we're going to be there mm-hmm. we're going to have a booth we're going to have fun yeah we're going to have a great
2: time what about me well you <laughs> always <laughs> where, honey it's always fun when you come honey wherever i go oh just the you know two of I mean? us <laughs> 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 okay anyway okay our, let's bring on michelle our, our michelle's gonna hang up all yeah. right. <laughs> <identity>. <laughs> don't <laughs> hang up, michelle don't hang up, michelle no 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 hi michelle what's up
4: yeah, hi Michelle. Uh, hi Stephanie and That's Pat. Hi Pat. <laughs> Sorry about the mirroring. Um, I, boy, I, delighted to be here on the show. And um, I guess I want to express that I'm going through a major Jupiter transit, major expansion, and I'm working on busting through some major crust and trying to develop and expand my um, current business um and just noticing that there's some blocks still coming up so i thought you might have uh, some wisdom to share on that
2: the blocks that are coming up have to do with your um, femininity Uh hello
4: yeah oh i'm here i'm here
2: that was a question
4: yeah, excellent. So um, so just wanting some more clarity. I thought maybe you might have some clarity on okay. archetypal patterns operating.
2: Well, in terms of I, Yeah, see, here's the thing about the femme fatale energy. The femme fatale um, is an archetypal pattern that has the ability to open your heart mm. to allow to have things occur. And, and that's from the, uh, from the light attribute and um the shadow associated with that is um a misuse of sensuality or money so when you're trying to expand your business there's some feminine energy that will drive this for you that will allow you to open your heart Mm -hmm. or the hearts of others however the card that came up after that is a pioneer so whatever it is that you're doing the thing about the pioneer is they go where no man has ever gone before and whatever you're looking to transform has got to be something stepping out there and using the heart energy to do that. Um, Jupiter transits, uh, because you mentioned that, are, as you know, are quite um, staggering. And if we cooperate with that energy, it can be absolutely ecstatic. So your feminine energy is in pioneering something that hadn't been done. But when you find it, when it when it feels right, don't keep pioneering. S- stick with it. Okay? Thank you. I, I've got a
0: question for you because you mentioned that you're going through Jupiter Transit, right? Did I get mm-hmm. that right? Yes. So you, so you know what that means, right? You know, you, you know, well,
4: uh, maybe you share, share some thoughts that I might not have.
0: Uh, well, about. you know, Jupiter's like my like ruling dude, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, having been born as a Sagittarian, so the way that I look at Jupiter and especially the transits, um, they're a time of what I like to call good luck. I, I like to see myself as having good luck most of the time, but it is this anti Murphy's law. Okay. Does that make sense? The Jupiter transit piece of that. So, you know, there's always a shadow side to that. Uh, but it's kind of like uh, this is the time, right? The good time to make that extra effort. This is a good time to make an extra effort. Whatever it is that, you know, is, is, is working with you. Do you have something that's on your agenda? What I call your life's agenda. That you've been, you know, kind of in the closet with. Thinking about.
4: Yes, absolutely. Although there's some, uh, you know, there's some clarity to be discovered there as well. But I think that's too much to talk about at this point.
0: Okay. Well, you might want to follow up with Stephanie. But whatever that is, you know, you've picked some great cards, some great archetypes to kind of guide you through this, uh, you know, good luck time.
4: So are these are these just uh, uh, temporary for this particular time period or are these personal archetypes? That...
2: They relate to your question. Mm-hmm. However, um, I, uh, uh, I sense that the pioneer is one of your primary 12, okay. uh, but the uh, femme fatale might be the feminine energy that you need right now to effectuate change through the pioneer.
4: And any thoughts about how to further nurture that? Uh,
2: well, y- the best way to answer that question would be for you to email me. Um, and, and I can give you some additional information if you'd like. Um, and you can do that to sj at i-n-q-m-i-n-d dot com. And, um, and maybe we'll start a little dialogue or something where I can give you some more insight.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Thank, Thank you, you so much, ladies. Have Thank a great you. Day. Bye. Enjoy the Jupiter transit thing. Yeah,
2: it can be really,
0: really great. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thank you all for listening. All right. The deal about this, and that I talked about it, really, you know, I touched on it. There is a part of the Jupiter, Jupiter transit that I can also relate to, and it has to do with your fourth archetype. And I know that we're closing the show, but I know you can talk about this one quickly, and we'll pick up with this next time. It is the mo- the, the misunderstood hedonist.
2: The hedonist is, you know, you think of the hedonist, and I don't know, I don't know about you all, but the picture that comes to mind are all these Roman people laying all over the place, (laughs) being gluttonous with with turkeys and drinking wine until it falls out of the cup. However, here's the great thing about the hedonist That, that is a shadow, overindulgence. Absolutely, overindulgence, living beyond your means, um, shop to your drop, shop to your drop, and get your nails done every week, no matter the fact that there's no milk in the refrigerator. That's hedonism. However, when a hedonist is functioning from the light attribute, there's a fine, fine, fine appreciation for life. There is the exploration to enjoy. They lead by enjoyment. They, the hedonist, shows others how to enjoy. They search out, and their health is better. They're vibrant, and the the uh, a, a a cook, someone who is a chef, a master chef can be practicing the artist or the hedonist because it's a it's a fine it's not just how pretty it looks it's how good it is, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and that's hedonism in its finest sense, and, um, you know, a continual search for, you know, better and better and better stuff or, or a greater high or, and I don't mean necessarily with drugs, but, uh, you know, they can be all shadow manifestations of the hedonist. Okay. So, it, it's it's when you look at the card that just uh, came up for, uh what was her name, Michelle? yeah um it could be the hedonist it could be indulgence that mm-hmm. that really would serve her best right now
0: there you go stephanie Durham, fabulous show oh, it was you so much rock fun. uh thank you all for listening we have got a powerhouse week for you next week stephanie coming back uh greg and michelle will be back here the essential fire dr gene houston and jim garrison on monday to reveal the sacred activism conference Join us then. I'm Dr. Pat.
2: Have a great weekend.
1: And, Producer Benny, see you later. Thank you for joining us today for the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by. The Dr. Pat Show can be heard live Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. on KKNW, AM 1150. And every Thursday at 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. Pacific on voiceamerica.com. So join Dr. Pat live or listen 24-7 at www.thedrpatshow.com.